Welcome to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast with me, Kat Crawford. A podcast that uses tarot to delve a little deeper into self-exploration, enhance your journaling and aid with spiritual development. Welcome, my lovelies. How are we doing? I hope you are having a good day, a good week. Um, yeah, so far we're in the middle of March. It is a really nice time at the moment. I mean, the weather is a bit hit and miss in the north of England. <laughs> like it was snowing one day and then the next day it was 12 degrees and I was like walking around in a t-shirt. But yeah, I think I feel like that just marks the beginning of spring. <laughs> it's like, who knows if you're going to need a uh, my snowboard gloves or whether I can just leave the house in a nice thin jumper. Who knows? Anyway, just a quick PSA. I will be announcing the introduction to energetic tarot course over the next few days. So make sure you are signed up for the um, waiting list or any of the mailing lists, any of my mailing lists. Or you're following me on Instagram to hear more about what will be involved and how you can secure your place. Because as I have said, there will be a maximum of 20 spots available. And I've got about 300 people (laughs) signed up on the waitlist so far, um, which is fantastic. So I hope you're really wanting to work with me and learn more about Energetic Tarot and that you can grab your spot before they're all gone. I've been putting it off for a really long time. I'm having a like self-sabotage moment where I'm like, oh, if I just don't tell people, (laughs) then, then, uh, you know, I can't be disappointed when nobody signs up, but that's not the way to go about running a business. So I'm just going to announce it. I've been working on it behind the scenes and it's something that I'm really excited about and I feel very positive about it. I'm just a little bit nervous about putting out in the world. But here we are. Um, I'm going to do a podcast about this as well, about kind of the fear of disappointment. I think that'll probably be my next podcast. I've started writing notes for it already because I'm really sitting in that energy right now. So yeah, stay tuned for Introduction to Energetic Tarot Course. However, we are here to discuss something completely different. So enough promo for now. Let's chat about what is in store for today's episode. So we are back working with two cards again this week. We're going to be looking at the Nine of Cups and the King of Pentacles together. And I feel like by the end of March, we'll all be pentacled up. You'll be well aware of what the pentacles are. I can't stop working with them at the moment. I think it's just because it's spring and I feel very motivated to like grow and plant new seeds and do new things and it's just very pentacly at the moment. But the topic we're going to be covering today is setting soul-led goals and this is because I work a lot with spiritual and kind of soul-led business owners and entrepreneurs in my soul tarot coaching sessions. So I thought this would be a good one for all you spiritual business owners spiritual business bosses, um, or even just if you really want to start fresh and make this year count and really feel at the end of 2023 that you've achieved something monumentous, I think this will be a really nice podcast for you. So setting solar goals has always been something that I 
struggle with. And it's only in the last like year and a half that I've started to really get the hang of them. But the benefits that they have brung, brought, brought, that's the word, to both me personally and also in my business as a whole have been really groundbreaking. So I really wanted to share what I have learned with you. So hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll have started to think a bit about what your own soul-led goals could be and starting to kind of put pen to paper to make them a reality, so really bring them into this material world. So as usual, I'll be giving you some journal prompts at the end of the episode to help you do this work and to kind of channel the inner guidance and higher guidance of the Nine of Cups and King of Pentacles. So let's get stuck straight in. No messing about today. better way to celebrate the spring equinox than with a bit of goal setting with the nine of cups and king of pentacles so let's start with the nine of cups so the nine of cups really speaks to those things in life that we desire what is it our soul and authentic self really wants so if we're looking at very surface level goals we might look at the ones or the pentacles but with the cups we're talking about that deep emotional connection to these things that we want to whether it's manifest or achieve so that's why I really wanted to work with the nine of cups in this episode because it it taps into that soul purpose that soul um desire and drive on its own though it doesn't quite get the ball rolling so the nine of cups is a great motivator and it is that kind of fire that you feel deep deep inside of you but when it comes to bringing those things into reality we need the logical practical structure and um, the mind and the skills of the king of pentacles to really give it a container to give it life hence this partnership that I have put together for us today so alone both of these cards can signify the achievement of a goal but together it becomes all about those soul-led soul-purpose-fueled goals so it isn't just any old goal it is one that is really closely tied to your most deepest inner desires and and drive so it creates a much deeper connection to the actions and strategies that we take in order to get to where we want to be so let's look at the nine of cups a little bit more the energy of this card is all about those high vibes that feeling where everything is going your way and you get that vibration that starts buzzing through your body it's like a a shot of adrenaline when you achieve or do something that really taps into that soul purpose or soul desire it's like it powers you up you feel stronger you feel more confident and indestructible if I do a great gym session maybe I've lifted the heaviest I've ever lifted or whatever I get that boost so (laughs) this is a really this may may be a niche uh (laughs) what's it called reference but if you've ever played Mario Kart (laughs) 
whether it be all my 90s babies out there who played it on the 64 or you you newbies who may have played it on you know the switch or whatever it doesn't really matter that's not the point cat you get those like mushrooms that give you a big boost so you like drive over them and it goes woohoo and you just go that's what following a solar desire gives you at least that's what i think in my head if you've never played mario kart you have no knowledge of mario that will make no sense but if you have it will be the perfect analogy but it is that kind of fuel to the fire and although it's a fantastic feeling and it's definitely like i said that fuel that kind of gets you going it is a little bit unruly so with the cups we're working with that water energy so it's not very easily contained it's quite fluid it moves into whatever areas it can it doesn't really have any specific boundaries or anything like that so its nature is to move and flow depending on the other elements around it. So which other elements it can combine itself with, which is why it's best to have some sort of container or director to help channel this into the right areas. So for us in this episode, that container, that kind of um, kind of ringmaster, if you like, is the king of pentacles. What the king of pentacles represents is a sort of gully or river bend that helps this energy flow in the right direction at the right amount of speed. He does this by carefully planning out all the kind of finer, more meticulous details, the, the blueprint, the foundations of this. The king of pentacles is often seen as a ruler or a leader who rules with a very level head, someone that can easily combine logic with practicality. So in human form, the energy of this card might look like um, like a professor or a project manager, a lawyer. That's an especially good one because lawyers not only have to investigate and create a narrative around a case, but they also have to build a case using hard evidence and facts to kind of back up their claims. So they use that mental energy, but also that practical skill-based energy. If we apply this to setting solar goals, the king of pentacles is the master planner and the nine of cups is the agent, the man on the ground, the protagonist of the story. So it's only through the nine of cups energy being used and utilized in the correct way that you can make those strides forward. Without it, all you have is a plan and you have no drive to execute the plan. Now, let's talk about soul leg goals. So what are they? What are soul leg goals? How are they different from normal goals? A solar goal is a goal that has a direct link to your most authentic self. So for example, owning my business was a solar goal because it wasn't about the money or the idea of being my own boss. It was the freedom it would offer. So it moved past the realm of materialism and into something that was much more personal and much more human in a lot of ways. So a solar goal isn't usually material in its core intention. So materialism may come with the territory, but it's not the driving factor. So for a goal to be soul-led, there has to be something other than the conscious mind at work. There needs to be 
a pull from the subconscious and the higher self. The drive and passion need to come from somewhere that you can't quite put your finger on. There's no logical reason why you feel like you want to achieve this thing or you want to be this kind of person or do this thing. It's just an intuitive feeling and this unconscious pull towards something. Even if you don't know what it is yet, it just feels like it's pulling you forward. So a lot of the time we can feel called or pulled towards something like we were just saying and we probably try and fight against it because we don't have any conscious reasoning behind it. So our brains want to make sure we stay safe as possible because that's the job of the brain is to keep us alive. So it will bat away anything that doesn't have a clear and understandable reasoning, which our soul like goals very rarely do straight away or even in some cases like ever. They may never have a, a, a logical reason. So a solar goal is in a lot of ways gifted to us. It isn't so much created by experience or psychology. It might be influenced and supported by those things, but its reason for being isn't attributed to those things. So a soul goal is kind of given to you by a divine power or whatever you believe that to be. It's something that lies dormant inside of you. And a lot of the time it's one of those external factors like experience or psychology that I mentioned that kind of sparks it to life. It, it lights the wick. What's, what's the thing that on like dynamite, what's that called? I don't know. Not important. I'm getting very distracted today. Anyway, it might be... <laughs> very, very easily distracted. It might be that you've always had a sole desire to like work with children, for example, and help them deal with and understand trauma or maybe just develop and learn a certain thing. But you might not realize that until something sparks that need. And it can be something as simple as watching a documentary or simply reading like a brief news article. If you feel that spark and it ignites your soul like goal or your soul purpose, you will know about it. It will be like a train that is running away with you. There's no stopping it. You'll be thinking about it every day for months, years, decades, depending on how long you continue to allow your conscious mind to keep squashing it down or ignoring it. And it's those ideas and desires to do or achieve something which is impossible to forget about that indicate a soul goal is fighting to be released. Hello my love, this is just a quick reminder about my Tarot for Reconnection workshop which can now be purchased through the shop on the selfcareemporium.com. This is a pre-recorded version of my previously live workshop and teaches you new ways to use your tarot or oracle cards to do more objective and nourishing inner work. Learn how to use your cards as lenses to see yourself from many different angles and learn the best ways to do tarot journaling for optimal impact. The course is just £22.22, the angel number for balance and partnership, and lasts for around an hour with lots of opportunities to get hands-on experience using your cards in a much more nourishing way. 
So you can click the link in the show notes or head to theselfcareemporium.com and click on shop to get access to the workshop. When it comes to understanding how we can better honor these solar goals, we have to remember that these are goals that are directly tied to the very essence of who we are. They aren't just fleeting fancies. They deserve and require careful investigation, planning and execution. So it's also important to leave room for flexibility and repositioning and even complete redirections based on whatever it is that life throws at you. Achieving a solid goal, if you choose it to be, this is, isn't so much an if I achieve this, it's a when I achieve this. But that depends on if you are willing to roll with the punches and do the work that's asked of you. You'll have no problems bringing that goal into existence. The way we approach and treat soul-led goals differently from our kind of normal everyday goals is that we recognize that these are closely tied to our reason for being. It's our meaning of life in a lot of ways. So if they don't come to fruition in one way, there will probably be other paths that will be open to you that you can then take. Another thing is that achieving these goals may not look the way other goal achievements look. So more often than not, we achieve them. And if we're not paying attention, we don't even realize that we've achieved them. That's why I like to keep a record of when I've realized what solar goal I have, usually through a tarot reading, then I make sure to check in with them regularly, those solar goals that I have discovered, look at where I wanted to be and where I am now and see how far I've come and how far I've got to go. So keeping connected with your solar goals is essential because if we don't, they can often just move past us unnoticed and then we don't feel any further along in our journey. So if we kind of go back to what we were saying with the Nine of Cups and at the beginning of this episode, that soul purpose, that, that soul desire is that water energy. So it does flow. It's very difficult to, to stop or to slow down because it naturally moves at its own pace. So if we aren't keeping up with it, it can just completely pass us by and we don't realize it. So we have to be very mindful when we've realized the solar goal and acknowledged it. And then we have to kind of run alongside it. And these types of goals can be quite broad. So maybe you know that you want to be in a job where you hate help people help people with specific needs but you don't know exactly what that looks like in the physical world you just know that you have that intention because they can be fairly broad you might find that in five to ten years you land that job that allows you to fulfill that soul-led goal that intention but if you haven't been keeping in touch with it, you might not even realize exactly what you've achieved because you've pushed it. Your kind of conscious mind has pushed it so far down that it's still there. It's still driving you forward, but you aren't aware of it. You're not tapped into it. So you could be fulfilling it, but you don't get 
the feeling of achievement and that kind of buzz and that fire because you're not paying attention to it. So an example from my own life would be becoming self-employed. I've always known that I was going to be self-employed. I never felt comfortable as a full-time employee, but I had absolutely no idea what that would look like. I also always envision myself working full-time self-employed, but I have now reached a point where when I look back on when I really realized that I just needed to be in control of my own time and be in control of how I make money. When I look back at that and where I am now, I have achieved it, but it looks completely different from what I thought it would look like. So instead, I now work part-time, three days a week, nine to five in a normal office job, um, doing digital marketing. For the other two days, I am self-employed. I work on the Self-Care Emporium. I do the occasional digital marketing freelance projects. Um, But this structure is not how I imagined it would be. There's no way I could have foreseen this current situation. But because I kept closely connected with that initial solar goal of being self-employed, and I tried all the different avenues of becoming self-employed. So I was doing uh, remote working while traveling. I tried, um, well, (laughs) I say I tried to be full-time working from home, but really the pandemic was the thing that made me full-time working from home. But I tried all these different avenues. And even though they fulfilled that intention of being self-employed and being completely in control of my time, something didn't feel right. They were elements of it that I thought I would be okay with but I wasn't okay with so there was a lot going on that I couldn't foresee back when I had initially had that solar goal um, come through and be realized so I had achieved what I wanted most I had achieved that solar goal and until I really sat down and looked back at where I was and where I am now I didn't even realize that I had achieved it until I went, oh wait, like just because it doesn't look the way that I thought it would doesn't mean that I haven't achieved it because when I think about it, all the things, all the reasonings behind why I wanted to be self-employed, all those things have been fulfilled. I have managed to create a life that perfectly fits what I wanted my life to look like. It's just that the structure of it isn't the same as what I thought it would look like. So the reason you rarely notice a solar goal coming into fruition is because it's so organic. You may work hard to get where you are, but it's always going to come to you. Like you can work really, really hard down many different avenues like I did, and you will always end up at the same point where you're meant to be the core intention of it the core value of it will be the same it just may not look how you think it should look because it's meant for you on a spiritual level it feels very easy and that's often why we we don't notice it until like we actually sit down and really think about it so even when you're faced with challenges 
the solutions don't usually take too long to kind of make themselves known. And there's usually quite a few solutions that you can choose from. Everything just seems to flow in the right direction. So let's tap back into the King of Pentacles and Nine of Cups to see how these guys can help. So when looking at our solar goals, it's useful to apply the guidance of the Nine of Cups. And this is because the Nine of Cups indicates a fulfillment in all areas of your life. It represents being in a position where you can fill all the cups, not just one, not just two cups, all the cups are filled. This means, and this is where normal goals and these types of um, soul leg goals differ massively, is that your soul leg goals need to serve your life as a whole. So if I go back to the example of mine that I just used before, that soul leg goal of being self-employed wasn't just about being my own boss. It was also about being able to charge for what I feel like I am really worth and having that pay for the life that I want to live. It was about having flexibility around my physical and mental health because that was something that I was really struggling with when I was in full-time um, nine to five every day going in the office kind of work, my mental health really struggled with that. Um, and I suffered a lot with depression and anxiety and I didn't have time to really focus on it and focus on ways to manage it. Whereas now I have a lot more time and I feel like I can have a bit more breathing space to really focus on getting better and and being able to to manage that mental health it's also about being able to work on projects that make me excited and challenges my creativity giving me space so I can push myself to um, do things that I know deep down I can do and and having the creative freedom to be able to do that it puts me in touch with inspirational people that help me grow as a business owner and also as a person. So there are many, many benefits that span across all the different areas of my life. A normal goal will only usually benefit one small part or one area of your life. So the Nine of Cups is that energy that helps us to get clear about the wider positives of achieving the soul-led goal. Once we're clear about all those amazing things, we can then jump into the energy of the King of Pentacles and just get shiz done. The King of Pentacles allows us to gather and review all the tools that we have at our disposal. So this means that we can prepare to start putting in the work and we know exactly what we already have that can help us make a start at least. So these things will most probably be material. So it might be your current living situation is ideal for you to do what you need to do. Or maybe you have savings that will help you make a first investment to get your new project off the ground or whatever it is. So when I first decided to do this podcast, I realized that I already had all the tools I needed when I applied my King of Pentacles brain in the situation years ago when I was doing, I was blogging about digital marketing, I bought a really fancy microphone to do online digital marketing uh, webinars and workshops and things. And then I did maybe like two of them. 
and then it just trailed off and I just didn't do any more of them because they were just too difficult and my microphone just sat in a box collecting dust but I could never get myself to get rid of it or sell it I just I don't know I just couldn't part with it I don't know whether it's because maybe I'm like a magpie and it's because it's shiny and I was like I don't want to get rid of it it's shiny now I know better because the universe knew I would one day use it for something so much better than what I had initially bought it for. So one of the key energies of the King of Pentacles brings us its complete grounded logic. So nothing the King has us do is for the sake of it. Everything has a solid reason and intention. Everything has a purpose. Even if at the time we don't fully realise what that purpose will be, there is a purpose for it. So we need this stability from the King of Pentacles um, for these goals because they are so rooted in that slightly more unruly realm of emotion, that very watery energy. So with the, without the air and the earth energy from the King of Pentacles, the solar goal can often run away from us and become intangible or like slip through your fingers. This can mean that we spend our lives just chasing the goal. Maybe one day we'll catch up with it, but there's no telling when that might be and whether it will be even in this current lifetime that you're living. So something else I want to quickly point out is that if you look on the Rider Waite version of this card, the King of Pentacles, he is sitting very proudly with his pentacle on his little throne. This pentacle that he's holding is what we see in the Ace of Pentacles. The Ace of Pentacles being a card of opportunity and having something there that you can reach out and, and grab and really call your own. The king has not only seized the opportunity, he's protecting it. He's putting it to use. He's he's using it for something good. So that's exactly what we're striving to do with this combination of the nine of cups and king of pentacles. That pentacles represents, um, the pentacle that he's holding represents all of those things encompassed in the nine of cups. It is all of those cups filled. It's like, um, so if you imagine like the pentacles as just a, a simple circle, the nine of cups will sit inside of that circle and be protected by that pentacles so we're really looking at the king of pentacles being that kind of father figure to the nine of cups and being able to say hey here's how you should use all of this amazing energy that you have currently stored up inside of you right let's start getting stuck into some journal prompts shall we because the king of pentacles loves a good bit of planning and that is what we're going to do so prompt one the first thing we need to do is get clear about our solar goal, because that is the main point of today's podcast. So think about what you feel most pulled towards. What are you passionate about above all other things? What excites you to learn more or experience more of or talk about? Like, What could you talk about for hours on end and never get bored? Prompt two. Next, we need to understand what those passions mean for our lives as a whole. So what does pursuing that pull that you have, that that draw towards whatever it is you're passionate about, what does that offer all aspects of your life? So think about how it can benefit your mental or physical well-being, how it could benefit your relationships, your finances, your spirituality, your work, 
really think about if you followed those passions, if you made those passions, those interests into something so much bigger, a core kind of pivot point in your life, what effect would it have on all the other areas of your life? Prompt three, looking at everything in those first two prompts, how could you condense your findings into one easy to understand soul-led goal? So how could you take that passion, that interest, the subject you can talk for hours and hours about, how could you take that and all of the benefits that you found in prompt two and condense it down into a, a sentence that perfectly sums up everything that you've discovered. Prompt four, our final prompt. Now it is time to apply some King of Pentacles energy to this. So write down all the tools, amenities, privileges, skills you currently have in your life that can help you nurture that goal, that can help you pursue it and add fuel to the fire, so to speak. Start to build your soul goal toolbox. I have never felt more northern than when I have to say <laughs> soul, soul goal. It's very difficult. Once you've got all of that, you've already made a huge leap into making that soul-led goal a reality. So you have what your soul-led goal is now. You know what skills and tools and amenities and you know all of the things practical things that you have that can help you achieve that all you have to do now is take that first step and actually jump onto the journey to achieving that solar goal so that is it my throat is burning i need to drink some water and go do more work but that is it for today's episode i hope you guys found it very helpful Please share with me what your soul leg goals are if you have discovered a soul leg goal through this episode. And yeah, remember to like the podcast, leave a review, share it with friends and family and wider groups. And I will speak to you in the next episode. So goodbye, guys. Have a lovely week.